Welcome to Gathering Place Podcast. On this podcast, you will hear sermon recaps, meaningful conversations, and in-depth teaching. We hope today's episode ignites and equips you to live out your Christian faith and to bring healing to a broken world. Hey, well, welcome into the Gathering Place Podcast. Uh, so thankful you're here. I got my wife, Brianna, here today. We are in a series at church, uh, Explicit. So we're looking at the explicit word of God, clear, without question, yeah. and stated clearly. Stated clearly, that's right. And um, today we uh, wanted to come on here and kind of piggyback off Sunday's message on storing the oil and what that means for your marriage, and just to encourage some marriages today. We'll be just a few minutes, um, but we know you'll be blessed. Uh, if you're watching, like, subscribe, uh, drop a comment if you're watching on YouTube. Um, a lot of places you can watch Spotify, YouTube, SoundCloud, wherever it's at, you can find it. Um, but I'm excited to have Brianna on today. She's going to open up, uh, here with a scripture, but, um, tune in. It's going to be good. Brianna and Garrett gathering place podcast. Let's go. Before we even talk about oil, we talk about marriage, we have to really dive into the word and that's where it really starts. So we're going to read Ephesians um, 5. The title is a spiritually guided relationships, wives and husbands, and further submit to one another out of reverence for Christ for wives. This means submit to your husbands as to the Lord for as the husband is the head of his wife, as Christ is the head of the church, he is the savior of his body, the church. And the church submits to Christ, so you wives should submit to your husbands in everything. For husbands, this means love your wives just as Christ loved the church. He gave up his life for her to make her holy and clean, washed by the cleansing of God's word. He did this to present her to himself as a glorious church without a spot or wrinkle or any other blemish. Instead, she will be holy and without fault. In the same way, husbands ought to love their wives as they love their own bodies. For a man who loves his wife actually shows love for himself. No one hates his own body, but feeds and cares for it, just as Christ cares for the church. And we are members of his body. As the the scriptures say, a man leaves his father and mother and is joined with his wife, and the two become one. This is a great mystery, but it, which is, it is true, mystery of marriage. But it is an illustration of the way that Christ and the church are one. So I say it again, each man must love his wife as he loves himself and the wife must respect her husband. There's so much to unpack in that scripture. Like you could take so much just breaking down that scripture. Um, We don't even have enough time. No, I mean, that's that's always the go-to. And I always love Ephesians 5 because then comes Ephesians 6 which is about spiritual warfare. Yeah. So you even have this in the garden. That here comes the marriage of Adam and Eve, and then comes the war of the, the tree and temptation of Adam and Eve undoing their roles. Right. And the he said, she said. Yeah. Yeah. And you even have, you know, tradition will show that as Eve is taking of the fruit, Adam is within earshot and eyeshot watching mm-hmm. all of this unfold and unplay and not taking his role um, as... Uh, husband and we see how sin enters in mm-hmm. it damages our first parents the first marriage and um, what we wanted to talk about today 
is if you don't have oil in your marriage, a lot of marriages are, are oil and water, and we know oil and water can't go together. Yeah. And so we're given this Ephesians 5, and even in the same breath of Ephesians 6, is that there has to be understanding you have an enemy, that you have to be clothed um, in uh, Christ, and we know it's putting on your armor, and what that means in order to stand against the yeah. wickedness of the devil in order for your marriage to stand. Still really, fine. this final confrontation of good and evil is, is mm-hmm. found on the front of family and marriage. Wow. Uh, we see culture is against it. We see um, just this redefining of roles and of marriage. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know what God's word says, if you've not stored oil, you even heard in this um, Ephesians 5 that there's bridal language of mm-hmm. how Christ is a bridegroom and how marriage is a picture of the church and when Jesus comes again. Um, and this really takes us to, in the Gospel of Matthew, we find the parable of the ten virgins, five wise, five foolish. Five had their oil stored and five did not. And as we think about this, because it's a picture of Christ's second coming, um, there's also the bridal language of the bridegroom and the groom, uh, the importance of having oil stored. Um, and when you think about, well, I'm prepared, I have enough, I have this relationship with God, we love each other, we love God, it's got to go deeper than that because yeah. they were both, you look at the parable and you understand it in its original uh, right exegesis of scripture, is that they were both virgins. So this represents they were both Christians. You know, they both were followers, they both were mm-hmm. on the same team essentially. But the difference was those that had the stored oil that were prepared to meet the bridegroom and the others that were had fallen asleep and tried to grab something of that was not theirs or that they couldn't even possess at the end Um, and we know this and maybe if you want to explain how we get the oil because you we look at it in order for our marriages to have this oil have the presence of the holy spirit that we can give you tips, tricks, and uh, of how to have a better marriage. But at the end of the day, if we get ourselves in the presence of God, yeah, that's where um, that's where your marriage gets what it needs to last. Well, I think if you're just attuned to the Holy Spirit, right? You have the Spirit working within you. I have the Spirit working within me, and right. we're heeding the Spirit on our own. You know, and it it, it is so much about walk out your salvation you know, with fear and trembling, like your salvation is not my salvation. My salvation is not your salvation. Mm -hmm. And together we're teaching our kids how to walk out their salvation when they become of age. And so we are such a great representation of what really, what you were saying is that what Christ is, you know, even for our kids, you know, um, they are looking at us and we are the very first thing, the very first representation of what Christ is. Yes. And so, and that's what that scripture is really saying. Mm-hmm. Um, Our marriage is setting them up to see a, a beautiful gospel. Right, exactly. And so, how do we get that oil? I think what you're saying is that you could be walking and, and communing, but one has it and one doesn't. Mm-hmm. And how do we make sure that we do have it? And I think it is staying accountable to um, one another. And it's really knowing God's word for yourself. And I think it's just, I think the word, it says the washing of the word, 
-hmm. you know, and it covers. And so really, I think it's so much about diving into God's word and having just the washing of the word Mm -hmm. and the tenderheartedness of the bridegroom, you know, Mm -hmm. tenderness of you. Um, Like in Ephesians, it, it says, you know, Christ's love or husband's love your own body, mm-hmm. you know, um, or love your wives as it's your own body. Right. You ultimately love yourself, you know, and I think just in general where the, you know, we, a lot of the time have self, um, we prioritize self right. and, um, but I just, I love the scripture because it gives us such a great depiction mm-hmm. of what, um, the bride and the groom, um, and, and the church and Christ. And so, yeah, we're the first representation for our kids. Right. So that to me says that I want to strive for a healthy marriage because I want my kids to understand the beauty and the grace. Um, well, and we do this well. imperfectly, right? Right. Um, you know, us being nine years and uh, going on nine years in marriage is we've learned things the hard way. I would say you either learn through a mentor or a mistake. We've learned from our mistakes. We've learned from our counsel, our accountability, mm-hmm. and we're constantly allowing the Spirit of God, that oil, to refine us. Um, there are seasons we've been dry, and it's it's seen in our lives. There are seasons we've been oiled up, and we see the effects of that. So, And we've also been oil and water. Right, yeah. <laughs> right, we think about this principle of um, even speaking you know, speaking truth into each other's marriage, speaking the hard things, mm-hmm. being accountable to one another. And we think about, you know, toast, um, something that I enjoy, you enjoy. And um, you think about that, right? And so you put it into, you put it on broil to get a quick and uh, a quick fix, and then you forget about it. How many times have you forgot? I've forgotten things in the oven. All the time. And we're reminded like quickly when it, it starts. It uh, starts, talking, right? yeah. It's all of a sudden you turn your back and then one moment, you know, you open up that oven and it is just like this charred, right. you know. It was, we're still trying to get pizza off the oven. But I'm just thinking about, you know, um, when you take that burnt item out, whether it's mm-hmm. pizza or bread or whatever it is, and it's charred and you know you try to get it out of the house and try to get the smoke out like i'm never gonna serve you something like whether pizza toast whatever that charred item is like i'm not gonna be like oh honey well it's still pizza so you should eat it that's how i think a lot of the time when it comes to truth Mm -hmm. we like to speak our own truth while it's like oh well that's it's still pizza it's still true you know and um we don't ever change our ways we want to share our truth we want to share it in such a way. And I think together, um, making sure that we're speaking truth in love right. in every season, no matter what happens. And yeah, so yes, it's still pizza. It's still toast, mm-hmm. but it's charred. And nobody will be able to handle that type of truth um, if it isn't done in love. Right. Well, and you know, it's the idea of sowing and reaping where you reap where you sow you reap what you sow, but you also reap where you sow. So good. And um, we've got to be sowing, like you're saying, truth and sowing love, sowing the fruits of the Spirit, mm-hmm. that when you have the oil, it manifests itself in, in fruit, yeah. the fruits of the Spirit, that there should be joy and peace, patience, 
what it, what is the Holy Spirit? It's love, joy, uh, and and righteousness in the Holy Ghost. Yeah. Um, and it's this understanding of we have we can't take withdrawals if we're not putting in deposits. Right. It's true. And so many marriages, you're always withdrawing because of exhaustion, because of yeah. needs, whatever it is. And um, I know that if I'm making deposits because of of being in my secret place with the Lord, filling my cup, then I'm going to be able to put good deposits. And then when there's times of withdrawal, it's not going to feel like you're depleted because I've deposited love and truth. Or when there is a situation, we got to put our heads together and, and not fight for the sake of fight or causing conflict, but fight fair for a resolution, not fight to be right. Cause it's not a matter of when you're going to fight, but, um, or if you're going to fight, but how you're going to right. fight and, and work through right. conflict and situations and not be combative, but understand we're on the same team. We're going for the same goal. We have six little eyes in our in our babies watching and yeah. and hearing and listening and and understanding that the weight that comes with that. Right. And you've got to have the oil, the presence of the Holy Spirit in your life, because if you listen to your flesh, if you listen to sin nature then you're going to react in the way right. of the flesh, not the way of the spirit. And here's the thing, too. I think when you do, it's not about, you know, if or when, but you are going to, you're going to have disagreements in marriage. But how do you address those? And how long are those arguments and those frustrations, mm-hmm. how long are those lasting? You know, I think early on, you know, we we would allow the, I would allow the sun to go down on my anger. I think as we've continued to grow and we've stored up oil ourselves, that we've even been like, you know, mid disagreement. We're like, okay, hold on. This is like, let's get to the main issue. Yeah, we stop ourselves before we get too far in the weeds. It's like, like, let's get to it, address it, and move on. Yeah, and it's like, this is, we're not even fighting because there is that principality. Like, there is in the beginning the Garden of Eden. He said, did God really say? So we have, we do have this enemy that is coming against our marriage. Mm-hmm. So I think when you can stop mid-conflict and you realize, oh, it's not really, I'm not really fighting against you. It's like, then you guys, then you can turn together and be like, okay, let's really address the main issue. Yeah. And so I think that that's one thing that's really helped us mm-hmm. is, um, and heeding the Holy Spirit and knowing that we don't fight against flesh and blood. That's mm-hmm what you, you were talking about in Ephesians 6, it goes right into that, right. that we don't fight against flesh and blood, but evils and principalities. And from the beginning of time, we look at God, you know, God designed, he created marriage between one man and one woman. And the enemy has wanted to come and destroy that, distort that, give us new gender Takes roles. the image of God. Right? Exactly. And so when you realize that you're not, fighting each other, like you said, but mm-hmm. it's like coming together and ultimately fighting for each other. Mm-hmm. I think that Absolutely. was a big key for us. That's fighting for your marriage, understanding you're in covenant together and that there's mutual trust, there's mutual commitment. And a lot of people have a contract mentality that mm-hmm. I start off at a place of I putting a contract in place because I don't trust you. Right. So marriage is not a contract, it is a covenant and it's between me, you, and and Jesus, and um, understanding that there's grace given to us when there is need or 
the our capacity needs to grow for what God is asking or requiring yeah. of us. Um, and I love, and I want to end with this, is Psalms 34.3, is it says, glorify the Lord with me, let us exalt his name together. Mm-hmm. As we want our marriage to bring him glory, and we want to be together in that we're, we're giving him what is due to him, that we're right. being an example for our children. And ultimately submitting to Christ, because if we can submit to one another well, then we can ultimately submit to Christ well. Right. And that's the beautiful picture in Ephesians 5 that says, as this submits, then we submit to Christ and the church. And it's always a picture of a, a reminder of we are submitted to him, and as we're submitted to each other, right. it works in harmony and in concert, Tandem, not in yeah. conflict. Right, exactly. Um, but I pray that it's encouraged you today, and that, um, you know, at the end of the day, your marriage is always worth fighting for. Um, don't give the enemy a foothold and allow whatever stronghold you're up against in your marriage, um, go to Ephesians 5 and begin mm-hmm. to, to bring those strongholds under the submission of the blood of Jesus. Mm-hmm. You are empowered with the Holy Spirit. You have the grace of God to push back the enemy mm-hmm. and um, you know make it your goal and your end that we want our marriage to glorify him because he's coming for a pure and spotless bride and our marriage refines us it makes us better makes us stronger it makes us more devoted followers of christ it makes us pure um and see where maybe there's points of conflict maybe it's god refining something in you or refining something in me and you can begin to um, extract the beauty of what god is doing in refining seasons yeah and you can go into mountaintop seasons of your marriage where you're seeing God's favor, his blessing, his provision, and see that because we planted back here, we're reaping yeah. here. And so our heart is that you're reaping. Pay attention to the red flags. Again, our, our Proverbs 27, 12, mm-hmm. fools rush in and regret it, but the wise or the prudent, yeah. they, they see caution and they avoid it. Right. And so listen to red flags, listen to your inner man, the Holy Spirit, who's bringing conviction. Right. And we'll say, hey, red flag here in this business relationship and yeah. and, and how you're treating your spouse, your and kids. And red flags don't mean we should go get divorced. Absolutely not. You know. It's saying, hey, something is off. Something is the off. The red flag is waving. And you can go your whole marriage, you can go your, your whole life and have red flags. Oh, yeah. Um, and you never address them, you never assess them. And your health of your marriage will always suffer. Yes. And it won't be the fullness of what God intended it to be. Because you can still function sick. Yeah, you, you can. see people uh, function sick all the time. They're, uh, they take the medications they need. But God's best is that you don't need to be on life alert for your marriage to make it. Or right. your marriage is not always at 911. Right. Um, yeah. We want you thriving and flourishing and successful. And mm-hmm. is uh, that's our pastor's heart is that... Um, you allow the word of God to shepherd you and to guide you and to lead you beside still waters. You should be at peace in your marriage. It should right. be a sanctuary. It should right. be a place of safety, a place of togetherness, of, of mm-hmm. being a team. Mm-hmm. Um, that God wants to um, instill things in you and then you leave legacy right. for your kids, for exactly. your family. Well, and especially when you're raising kids, like especially we have three under four you're raising kids, you need one another. Like if our marriage was in constant turmoil, raising our kids would be such a struggle Mm -hmm. and they would be a constant upheaval. But when you realize, man, I need 
you, you know, and you were graciously sick on Saturday night and you went and you preached such a powerful message on Sunday. We made it. And then Sunday night I uh, took over and I was doing bath routine, dinner, getting all three kids in the bed. Let me rest. Letting, yeah, letting you rest. And um, then I knew that I had Luke duty all night. And I just like remember sitting upstairs and going like, man, I wouldn't want to live life without you. I would not want to do this alone. And so that's what is so important that not only that we're showing our kids how to have a healthy marriage, but like understanding that you and I are in this covenant together. We're Mm -hmm. committed and we're willing to go through hard things. We're playing the long game. And knowing that I wouldn't want to do it without you. I think Mm -hmm. that's the most important thing in marriage is that when you go through stuff and you go through conflict, you go through sickness, you Mm -hmm. just go through life that you, you come out better on the other side of when you realize, man, like I don't want to do this without Mm -hmm. you and the, in the good times and in the bad times. And, um, so, so thankful for just the message of the oil. And I think that there's so much that we could obviously unpack, but go get the oil for yourself. I can't give it to you. He can't give it to you. I can't give it to you in our marriage. Vice it's versa. purchased in time. It's purchased in time. You've got to spend time developing that place with God. And even to get oil in your marriage, it's time talking through things, working through things, yeah. knowing I know, I know her personality. She knows mine. She, I know what my role is given by God to serve her and what her role is to serve me. And then together we serve our home right, and exactly. we serve our kids. Yeah. So understand it's a joint effort. Yes, and understand you both are servants in your marriage, serving one another, and then if God were to bless you to serve your children. So, um, well, we'll stop there. We love you. We're thankful that you've joined on. And if you have questions, feel free to reach out any way we can encourage you. Um, But, uh, Bree, why don't you uh, close us as we pray for those that are watching today. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for all the marriages. that are watching today, God, and listening. We just pray a special blessing over them. We thank you that we have this opportunity to submit to Christ. We thank you for the beauty of marriage and the mystery of marriage, as it said, even in um, Ephesians 5. But we thank you. We pray strength over the marriages right now that maybe are going through some turmoil. We just pray strength and wisdom. We pray, God, that you bring um, mentors and wisdom into um, the married couple's lives, that they would have accountability. Um, And we thank you for all the marriages that are raising kids. It is so hard. But I thank you, God, that you take us from glory to glory, from strength to strength. We thank you that you have given us new mercies every day and that, um, Holy Spirit, that you lead, guide, and direct us, that we would be able to raise up the next generation. Um, So we thank you for our marriage. We thank you for the oil that we have the opportunity to go store it for ourselves. We thank you for the guidance of the Holy Spirit um, in our daily lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, thanks for watching, for being here, Bree. Awesome having you. Love you. You're an awesome wife and mother. And uh, so blessed to do this alongside you. Uh, She does all the editing for these podcasts, so... (laughs) It's good to get her on this side, but um, we'll see you next I like week. The editing. Yeah, we'll see you next week and uh, on Gathering Place podcast. This kind of brings an end to the explicit series, and we'll um, we'll link up with you for what's next. See you next week.